It's a new month. The month of March. And the word of the Lord came to us on Wednesday and declared the month as the month of what? Quantum leaps. The month of quantum leaps. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You don't have it? Okay. It's the month of quantum leaps. Amen. And uh, as we were worshiping God right there, the word of the Lord came to me. And the Lord was speaking about uh, fragrance and miracle service, which is a time to worship the Lord and experience uh, supernatural encounters. And then the Lord said that it should be sifted. But that was the first thing I heard. And I began to search in the spirit and search more. And then, I, by revelation, I just knew that, okay, the Lord will want us to shift it from the first Sunday to the last Sunday of the month. Every last Sunday of the month. We come here, so the word of the Lord will come to us the very first Sunday it's important we spend time, you know, the word of the month just comes and then we need to spend time to establish ourselves in that word and then second Sunday, third Sunday, and then the last Sunday or the fourth Sunday and then the last Sunday, then we come with a heart that is full of thanksgiving, a heart of worship to worship the King of Kings. Hallelujah. And this is starting this very last Sunday of this month. So please take note. We're starting with immediate effect. Amen. Hallelujah. I thought somebody will rejoice about that. Glory to God. Amen. So March 2023 is our month of quantum leaps. What does a quantum leap what does it mean, quantum leap? Now, of course, from the dictionary, yeah, quantum leap, a quantum leap. Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor, are you ready? All right, so a quantum leap is a huge, often sudden, not all the time, it's not all the time sudden, but often sudden increase or advance in something. So in other words, a huge increase. A huge increase in something. Or an advance, a huge advance in something. That's what it means. Now another dictionary. Put it as an abrupt change. Abrupt change. Sudden increase. Or dramatic advance. So when we look at it from, you know, the Christian language, what we are so familiar with. Is basically a breakthrough. 
It's basically a big breakthrough. That's what it means. A big one. Very evident. Very, very evident. So we see that at times it could be sudden. And there are other times that it's not sudden. You, 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 you begin to, you know, work it out. And then the whole idea is that when there's a quantum leap, then everybody knows that something has changed in your life. It's always a big breakthrough. And so the word of the Lord has come to us in the month of March that there's going to be a quantum leap in your life in the name of Jesus. I said there's going to be a quantum leap in your life in the name of Jesus. And we have sown the seed of worship, which is one of the secrets that causes such a quantum leap. Uh, we say the life of Paul and Silas, they were put in prison. And then the Bible says at midnight, they began to pray and then to worship God. And as they began to pray and worship God, there was a quantum leap. There was a sudden intervention from heaven, a sudden intervention. An angel of the Lord came. There was earthquake within the place. And the gated doors, the iron gates were opened. And then the chains were broken. Hallelujah. Now, there are two dimensions of quantum leaps. And that's why it's important for you to understand it. Maybe we should read the Bible first. I want us to read from Luke chapter 5. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 5 and then start reading from verse 1. Now here's a story. That's we are familiar with Luke chapter 5 and then start reading from verse 1. Okay. And, it's, and it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him, of course upon Jesus, to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two sheep standing by the lake. But the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the sheep, which was Simon's own, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the sheep. So you will notice that Jesus taught the people first. And then, verse 4. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep and lay down your net for a drought, for a quantum leap. And what did Peter say? 
<laughs> Look at what Peter said here. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Now, these are professional fishermen. They are not amateurs. So they knew what to do. They knew how to fish. They knew all the techniques. And they have used up everything. They know that the best time to actually catch a lot of fishes is when? At night. Those that are fishermen, you know, before they came to Lagos, they know this. Hallelujah. <laughs> And by the way, you are coming to Lagos, you don't stop you from, from fishing. I mean, there's the, uh, yes, the Lagos, I mean, the third mainland, uh, this thing there. <laughs> you can go and fish there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> now, so you know, one of the strategy of fishing is that you go at night. And so, from a natural standpoint, they have done what needed to be done. And they toiled all through the night, but with nothing. With nothing. And then here come a visitation from heaven. And Jesus walked into their life. They did not invite Jesus to their life. Jesus walked in into their life. And just ask for something. Oh, let me make use of your boat. And then let me do my business. Once I'm done with my business. And that was all they just needed to do. So Jesus comes in and then says, please, I need your boat. Because you see, a lot of people want to hear the word of the Lord. And I need to just trust back a little. And then stay in the boat. At least no, none of them will come inside water. Because he was going to, if he was going to stay on the, on the land, they were going to throng him and then press on him, and then he won't be able, they won't be able to hear. But Jesus, understanding the technology of natural voice amplification, you know, applied that, that he needed to be a little bit far, and then he can speak up. And then the waves will carry his voice so they can hear him. You see, but when, you are, when, when people are everywhere and then you are speaking, then the people at the back will not be able to hear because the, 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 there won't be that um, free flow of the air to, to push and amplify your voice. And so the Lord Jesus asked for that. And then Simon Peter, I mean, I know some other people will be very angry. Like, <laughs> this man just came. He doesn't want us what we're talking about here. <laughs> We've been walking all through the night, <laughs> and then there's nothing, and then you are, you are saying you want to come and, come and be preaching. Is it preaching that we want to eat here? Hello? And then you, you even say you want to preach, and you are not telling me to come and release my boat. I'm washing my boat, getting ready to just go and sleep. And rest and count my losses. But they gave the Lord Jesus a chance in their lives. 
they allowed the Lord Jesus in their lives. And then after the Lord has finished preaching, and then the word of the Lord came. And then the Lord said to Peter, he said, launch into the deep for a great catch, for a quantum can you say that? For a quantum. So you see, the word of the Lord is the seed for a quantum leap. The word of the Lord, the spoken word of God. It doesn't matter whichever way that quantum leap is coming. The word of God is always involved in any way. Whether it's by visitation or by you provoking it. Because those are the two ways. Quantum leaps can come by visitation or by you provoking it. Now we're going to have time to do that. I mean, to explain all of these things through the month. You know, so but take note of that. That a quantum leap can happen in your life either by divine visitation or by you provoking it. And so Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Don't forget it was already morning. It wasn't night any longer. So from a natural standpoint, there shouldn't be any fish there. If there was no fish at night, then in fact, there shouldn't be, they, they should be very far away. But the word of the Lord came, and then the fishes from Africa, from everywhere, they heard the word. And then they were waiting, okay, is Simon Peter going to obey the Lord? They were waiting. They were summoned already from everywhere. And they were waiting for Simon Peter to say the amen to that word. He said, the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are what? They are yes. And then we say the amen. What does amen mean? So shall it be. In other words, when you say amen, you are saying I agree. I align with it. I agree. I release my faith. I believe. That's what amen means. He said, nevertheless, I thy word, I will let down the nets. Peter said the amen to God's word. Peter agreed, aligned with that spoken word. Peter recognized the moments. Peter recognized the move of the Holy Spirit at that particular time. Peter recognized that there was a visitation. That this is a special visitation. This is not just ordinary. And it's important for you. To always understand when there's a visitation. Well, you see, when we're talking, it's not about the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God is always with us. But it doesn't bring his visitation all the time. 
there's a move of the spirit that releases God's visitation. And you have to be very sensitive to God to be able to understand your time of visitation. Because it's in that time of visitation that the quantum leap occurs. That all you just need in such a time is just to agree with his word. It has nothing to do with you provoking it. That's another, that's another part. That's another part to quantum leaps. So there's a part that come by visitation. Divine visitation. And then from time to time through the mercy of God, especially in the place of worship, through his mercy, that God just activates that part of his life, that part of his glory, that dimension of glory that releases visitation for us. So in this case, Jesus walks into their lives. Why on earth will Jesus go to the lakeside? And that's why he wanted to go and preach. If not because he wanted to visit them. Hallelujah. There's a visitation for you. I said there's a visitation for you. Hallelujah. Now, 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 before we continue, let me show you something in Luke 19. Luke 19, 41. Luke 19, 41. This is Jesus speaking here. And he was speaking about Jerusalem. Look at the cry of Jesus over Jerusalem. He said, and when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. He's talking about the city of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. The city of what? Jerusalem. The city of? Jerusalem. Mm, I wanted it louder. The city of? Jerusalem. Amen. So he's saying, saying, watch it. Maybe you can give me in modern English, any translation in modern English, so that you can understand it fast. Okay, Naibi. And said, if you, even you, had only known on this day what will bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Watch it. The people of Jerusalem, the people of Israel. Jesus said, see, there is something. There's a mystery for Jerusalem that will cause Jerusalem to be at peace. But what happens? The people of Jerusalem didn't see it. He said it is what? Hidden from their eyes. And so what happened? Because they didn't see it. What happened to Jerusalem? Because they didn't see it. Look at 43. He said the days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you. And encircle you and hem you in on every side. This is prophesying about the attack upon Jerusalem. That eventually came to pass. And what was the problem? Because what was supposed to prevent the attack... They were not private to it. 
it was hidden from them. You see, and that is why you see, it is so wrong for you to just think that anything that just happened in your life, it is, ah, that's how God, you know, planned it. No way! Yes, the Bible says all things are working together for our good, but it is when you see yourself in his purpose. It just doesn't happen that way. The destiny of Jerusalem was dependent on the people of Jerusalem. But they couldn't see beyond their nose. The mystery that was supposed to release peace upon Jerusalem. The mystery that was supposed to prevent war from Jerusalem was hidden from them. They couldn't see it. Ask your neighbor, are you getting this? Tap him, tap him. Are you getting this? Tap her. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, you need to get this. So there are certain things that should never happen to you. If you have access to some mysteries. There are certain situations that you should never go through if you have access to it. You could prevent them. Watch it. He said, he said they are going to come. He said, they will, they, will, they will hem you on every side, everywhere, from every angle. They will hit you hard. Verse 44. They will dash you to the ground. You and the children within your war. Can you see how, how dependent our children are on us? That if we don't start stand up as a generation to do what is right, our children will suffer it and our grandchildren will. Hallelujah. He said they will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. Oh, give me King James Version in this last one. And shall lay thee even with the ground, and thy children within thee, and they shall not leave, they shall not leave in thee one stone upon another, because thou knowest not the time of thy visitation. Is that because you could not recognize your time of visitation? So two things we are saying here. Number one, hallelujah. That's your neighbor, you stay here. So number one is that there was a mystery that was supposed to prevent the war from happening, right? There was a mystery, but it was hidden to them. And then number two is that they did not know their time of what? Visitation. They didn't know it. Two different things. There is the concept of divine visitation and there is the concept of revelation the concept of revelation came first revelation is your duty to access revelation and then you can pick whatever you have accessed and then apply it can you see you have two duties when it comes to knowing hidden things. Two duties. Number one is to know it first. And then number two is to 
act on it. That's the first dimension. They missed that. They missed that dimension. And then the mercy of God came. I said, okay, you have missed that one. No problem. You didn't, you didn't take time to search in the spirit. You didn't take time to study the word. You didn't take time to know God. Okay, you have missed that. Now, by my mercy, I am coming to visit you. I am coming to visit you. And yet, what happened again? They couldn't recognize their day of visitation. In visitation, there's just only one thing. is to recognize it. Because he's there already. He's come, he has come and said, I have come to release peace into your life. Already. But yet, they didn't recognize it. But for Peter, Peter recognized the day of his visitation. And what happened? What happened when he recognized it? Let's go back there. What happened? He said, nevertheless, that's verse 5, and I will, I will lay down the net. And when they had this done, when they had this done, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their nets broke. It was a net breaking breakthrough. That was what they got. It was a quantum leap. Very sudden. Very unexpected. And yet it was because Peter recognized the time of visitation. Stand to your feet this morning. The Lord by his word has spoken to us. That the month of March is the month of visitation. And the Lord is visiting us with what? A quantum leaps. Visiting us with quantum leaps. And that's why every service, you have to be very sensitive. You don't want to miss any service because, because there are two these dimensions, two dimensions that will begin to operate. The dimension of visitation and then the dimension of revelation. The dimension where you just recognize the move of the Spirit of God in our midst and then you just align yourself with whatever is it that the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And then there's also the dimension where you begin to search in and know the mysteries of God and then begin to make use of those mysteries to provoke quantum leaps. So, and God is going to manifest to us in these two dimensions this month, March. 
in the name of Jesus. I want you to open your mouth and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, you are going to open your mouth and say, thank you because it is my month of quantum leaps and I experience quantum leaps. In the name of Jesus, I will recognize your time of visitation. In the name of Jesus, I will open my eyes to see the mysteries of God. In the name of Jesus, open your, open your mouth and pray right now. Open your mouth and pray. Hello, Shatindaga. You have two minutes. You have two minutes. You have two minutes. Yes, in the name of Jesus. I recognize your time of visitation. This month is my month of visitation. You're going to visit me with quantum leaps. And I will align with your word. I will align with your word. And not only that, I will recognize, I will search into the spirit and will know the mysteries, the hidden mysteries, the things that I need to do. And I will provoke quantum leaps in my life, in my situation, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Brenda Handa, Iklarabasketokoprendia, Zineketakapanda, Zonemanda. Come on, pray. Pray. Say, Lord, I receive revelation. I receive the ability to recognize. Thank you, Father, for that ability to recognize your time of visitation. As I recognize now that this month of March, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm expecting sudden miracles. I'm expecting sudden breakthroughs. I'm expecting quantum leaps in my finances, in my life, in my marriage, in my career, in my academics, in my business, in my marriage, in the name of Jesus, in my health, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. And all the praise to you. In Jesus' name precious name we pray as you have declared so it is as you have prayed I declare the reality for you in the name of Jesus you go forth in the power of the Holy Spirit and I decree the manifestation of quantum leaps in your life this month in the name of Jesus. The lines are falling onto you in pleasant places. Yeah, you have a goodly heritage. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Come on, make a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Please, you may be seated. Glory.